Dodger Baseball is on the air, brought to you by Union Bank, the business bank that also offers a complete range of personal banking services. By Olympia Beer, that great light beer from Tumwater, Washington. It's the water and a lot more. By your Union 76 dealer. Maybe it's time you put a man with spirit on your side, the spirit of 76. And by Farmer John, who dresses eastern corn-fed pork right here in the West to assure you pork and pork products at their finest and freshest. Well, hi, everyone. This is Jerry Doggett along with Ben Scully. And here we are at beautiful Dodger Stadium for the game between the Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds. Well, the Dodgers and the Reds play today. It'll be the final home game of the year for the Dodgers. And for the Reds, they're trying to ice up the champagne. They need one. The Dodgers trying to prolong that and make them go on back home before they do that. The Dodgers today will send Tommy John against Fred Norman. John is 14-7 and on the year. Norman has won 12, lost 12. And his record with the Reds since coming from the Padres is 11 wins and 5 losses. We'll have the starting lineups and other pregame notes for you after this message. Take 30. This is Jay Arthur Good asking you how would you like to win a double grand prize of a two-week trip anywhere in the U.S., including Iwaha and a Winnebago camper. Cut, cut. What's the matter? Jay, you win a trip to Hawaii and a Winnebago camper. I do? Jay, oh, my. Jay, if you enter the Rogers Paint Great Discovery Sweepstakes at a Sherwin-Williams store and win. Oh, and win. Read the rest of the prizes. <clears throat> a two-weeks African safari and two weeks for tea on Tahiti. Cut. It's African safari and two weeks for two on Tahiti. Just for entering? Read the script. You go to a Sherwin-Williams store and fill out a coupon. Yes. And you're eligible for the super prizes. Plus, you might be an instant winner. What do they win? Read it, Jay. Okay. One of 14,000 old world discoverers mops. Maps. Maps. Or one of 10,000 quarts of Podger's Rain. What's Podger's Rain? Podger's Paint is the great paint buy for young Americans. Maps will buy some to win. Read the copy. There's no purchase required. And that's it? For complete details on an entry form, see your Sherwin-Williams store. Participating Sherwin-Williams dealer. Check the yellow pages under paint retail. Sweepstakes ends October 6th. You did that rather well. Can we at least get the legal copy? Well, of course. The Rogers Paint Great Discovery. Sweepstakes is void. We're prohibited by law. Don't tell me it's void. It's void. Take 31. Here are the batting orders now for the game. For Cincinnati, Pete Rose will lead off and play left field. Joe Morgan at second base. Tony Perez at first base. Johnny Bench will be doing the catching. George Foster batting fifth and playing center field. Ed Armbrister will be the right fielder. Dennis Menke at third base. Daryl Cheney at shortstop. And Fred Norman on the mound to do the pitching. For the Dodgers, Bill Russell will lead off and play shortstop. Tom Pashori can center field. Steve Garvey at first base. In right field, Joe Ferguson. Ron Say will be at third. Willie Crawford will play left field. The catcher will be Steve Yeager. Lee Lacey batting in the eighth spot and playing second base. And Tommy John to do the pitching. Tommy, 14-7 and seven with the league this year. 3.07 earned run average. He is 1-0 this year, and that's his lifetime record against Cincinnati. Freddie Norman against the Dodgers this year is 2-0. 
He is four and seven lifetime against the Dodgers. Norman against the Dodgers with San Diego had no decision in a four to three win for the Padres. And then with the Reds, he was the winning pitcher in a four to one ball game in June and again in July, the winning pitcher in a four to three win. Tommy John had no decision in May against the Reds and then beat them five to one in June. The Dodgers tried to snap a four-game winning streak. The Reds have accumulated over them now. The last two in Cincinnati and the first two here. And, in fact, we might go back further than that to the final series in Cincinnati. Here's a final in from New York. The New York Mets beat the St. Louis Cardinals by a score of 5-2, to two, and the Mets now are rolling along. They are one game ahead of the Pirates, and the Pirates today beat Montreal 6-3 to three in the first game of the doubleheader. Montreal has lost six in a row. The Pirates snap a four-game losing streak, and the Mets win their sixth in a row. So the Mets are the hot club right now, and Montreal are just a few days ago locked up in a tie. They have fallen back, and they are six out. The Cubs got a death blow today. They were beaten by Philadelphia 9-7. to So now it is narrowing down to Pittsburgh and St. Louis. Philadelphia in that game against Chicago scored five runs in the eighth inning to pull it out and win. Pittsburgh scored four runs in the seventh inning to turn it around against Montreal. And the Mets just kept plugging away and plugging away to beat New York in a single game. So the Mets lead the Pirates by one. The Cardinals now have dropped to three back. Montreal is three back. Chicago is four back. And the Pirates can pick up a half a game if they win the second game. Or if they lose it, they will drop to a game and a half back. So the Mets and the Pirates now look like they're going to pull away from the rest of the pack, but they've still got a big week to go. In the other games on tap, Atlanta leads Houston by a score of 5 to nothing, playing in the sixth inning in the Dome. Harrison against Wilson. Dietz a home run for Atlanta, and Tepedino a home run for Atlanta. Henry Aaron, of course, hit one last night. He now needs two to tie and three to set the record. San Diego three, San Francisco two. That game is in the fifth inning at San Francisco. In the American League, the Angels 11, Minnesota nothing, playing in the sixth inning. Cleveland beat, uh, New York beat Cleveland 9 to 1 in the first game. Oakland 10, and Chicago 5 in the ninth inning of their single game. Baltimore, who has clinched the Eastern Division, leading Milwaukee 1 to nothing in the ninth inning. It is 6 to 4, Kansas City over Texas in the eighth inning, and Detroit beat Boston by a score of 3 to nothing. Totals on the game in New York as the Mets win before 51,000. And boy, what a weekend they've had. They had a standing room crowd of 50,000 plus on Friday night and over 30,000 yesterday and 51,000 today. The total is five runs, nine hits, no errors for New York. Two, eight, and oh for St. Louis. Parker, the winner. Pena in relief was the loser. And the other pitchers for New York. Stone started. Parker relieved in the third. McGraw came on on the seventh. Thompson, Folkers, Pena, Rabowski, and Segui going for St. Louis. So that's the scoreboard as of now. Meeting at home plate between the coaches. Jaeger has the uh, batting card for the Dodgers. And Ted Klazuski for the Reds. Underway in a few moments, now our national anthem.
Beautiful day in Los Angeles, and we're about set for the ball game. The umpires today will be Wendell Stead at the plate, Donatelli, Engel, and Davidson on the bases. The Dodgers will be off tomorrow, travel to Atlanta, and then will open a three-game series against the Braves. Now the Dodgers take the field. Had quite a display of run-making in yesterday's game. A final score of 11-9. to The Dodgers had nine runs, 14 hits, and two errors. And the Reds, 11 runs, 14 hits, and no errors. And so it was a wild afternoon. After a seven-run start by the Reds, the Dodgers played tough the rest of the way and wound up just two games shy. The Reds, of course, trying to wrap things up today, and the Dodgers would love to prolong it and send them on back to San, uh, to Cincinnati. The Reds go home and will play San Diego tomorrow. They'll begin a three-game series Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. They will have Thursday off and then wind up the season with San Francisco next weekend in Cincinnati. The Dodgers have five to play after today, three in Atlanta. Tuesday night and Wednesday night at 4.45 and on Thursday night at 3.45 and then at San Diego on Saturday night and rather Friday night and Saturday night. Okay, we're about set. Tommy John on the mound warming up. Tommy tried to get his 15th win of the year. He's 14 and 7, earned one average of 3.07. All set. Time to play ball. The Dodgers and the Big Red Machine are now for the play-by-play. Here's Vin Scully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant Sunday to you, wherever you may be. It has come up bright and shiny for this last home game of the year. Tommy John has drawn the closing assignment against Freddie Norman. And Tommy tuning up to pitch to Pete Rose, Joe Morgan, and Tony Perez. For the Reds, they are spurred on by the knowledge that they can do it today. And they can do it the best way possible for a champion to KO the closest opponent. So the Reds will shoot the works today, no doubt, to beat the Dodgers and finish it off once and for all on the 23rd of September. The Reds then can start popping the bubbly right after the game. The Dodgers, if nothing else, can be the malcontents and the spoilers and try and knock the Reds off 
and avoid the haymaker and let somebody else have that dishonor. So we'll see how it comes up. Pedro starting it off, hitting 344. Five home runs, 65 RBIs. Pete batting right-handed against Tommy John. And T.J. trying to win his 15. Oakland, they are popping the bubbly right now. They just knocked off the White Sox 10-5 as Vida Blue won his 20th. And so Oakland has cinched it in the American League West. One ball and no strikes to Rose. Tommy John back with a fastball hit to right field. Right there is Ferguson and makes dead and it drops the ball. The Fergie fighting right field. He has sunglasses on, but even so, on a bright day like today, he was handcuffed and dropped it. He'll draw an error. So Joe had his hands on it. And Rose is aboard on the error. And the batter will be Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan hitting 285 with 24 home runs, 80 RBIs. He runs up to Bunt and it's foul up along first base in the count on one. He was bunting for a base hit. The Dodgers defensively. Steve Garvey at first, Lee Lacey at second, Davy Lopes back is acting up again. He had muscle spasms. They bothered him yesterday and again today. So Lacey is closing where he opened at second base. Bill Russell at short, Ron Say at third, Willie Crawford in left field, Tom Pishorek is in center, and Joe Ferguson is in right. Strike one pitch to Morgan. Sidearm curve, grounded to Russell. He just steps on the bag and doubles in at first. So the error followed by the double play. Two down, and the batter will be Tony Perez. Third, number 24. Tony hitting 311. He has 25 home runs, 97 runs batted in. So he still has a shot at finishing up the year with 100 RBIs. Tommy John delivers. Fastball for a strike. Going one. Tommy John has won 14 games in the American League. So this, if he can hold on and win it, would be his big year. The pitch to Perez missing, one and one. Tommy won 14 back-to-back in 65 and 6 for the White Sox. Won 13 in 1970. Won 11 last year. Pitch outside, ball two. So if Tommy can pull one out, he'll have won 15. Two and one, the count to Tony Perez. John into the windup. Tommy deals, and the sinker's outside. Ball three. Three and one. A beautiful day, a big crowd. The final home game of the year. The Dodgers have had a very good record at home. The 3 1 pitch foul back. The Dodgers have won 49 games and lost 31. So a victory today would round it off and give them 50 at home. This ball club has already won 90 games. That's not enough. The Reds have won 96. 3-2 pitch to Tony Perez. Swung on a ground ball to short. Russell backhand sets for the long throw and gets him, and that's it. Nothing across except for the error, and at the end of half an inning, the Reds nothing, and the Dodgers coming up. 
The Olympia Brewing Company of Tumwater, Washington invites you to take this moment to open another light, refreshing Olympia beer and join them in a toast to perhaps the greatest manager in Dodger history, a man by the name of Walter Alston. With the end of the 1973 season, Walt will have completed his 20th consecutive campaign as Dodger manager. Up to the 1973 season, Walt has led his Dodgers to six National League pennants and four world championships. In fact, way back in 1955, Walt led the Dodgers to their very first world championship, beating the Yankees in seven games. This marked the first time in World Series history that a team had come back to win the series after losing the first two games. And just to prove it wasn't luck, Walt repeated this amazing feat in the 1965 series with the Minnesota Twins. So let's raise our glasses of Ole, salute the great Dodger manager, Walter Olsen. And while we're at it, let's have another Ole to toast Ole beer itself. It's the water and a lot more. Bottom of the first inning, the Reds turned away. We'll set them defensively. Little Freddie Norman on the mound. Behind the play, Johnny Bench. An infield of Tony Perez and Joe Morgan, Darrell Cheney and Dennis Menke. The outfield of Pete Rose, George Foster, and Ed Armbrister. Freddie Norman comes in a 500 pitcher, but he's a lot more than that. He is 12 and 12 for the year. But what he has done for Cincinnati is the difference, I think, between the Reds winning and losing the National League West. Norman, 11 and 5. So he is seven on the plus side, and the Reds are six and a half in front of the Dodgers. So the least the Reds can do is send a World Series ring to San Diego. That deal for Gene Locklear was probably the single most important maneuver of the entire season in the National League West. So Norman has contributed seven big wins, and they're six and a half in front of the Dodgers on the final home day of the year. Bill Russell has been elevated to the leadoff spot, followed by Tom Fishorek and then Steve Garvey. Bill Russell is hitting 266. He has four home runs, 55 RBIs. Little Fred, both feet on the rubber, looks down to get a sign from Johnny Bench, who is back in favor. He is no longer an untouchable. And Russell takes a strike, 0-1. Owen won the count to Russell. Now Norman back with a slow curve, waved out and missed. Strike two, Owen two. The next one, a screwball outside, ball one, one and two. Freddie Norman, originally in the Dodger organization, then with San Diego, and then got the break of his life, escaping to Cincinnati. The one-two pitch to Russell. Slow curve. Hit the straightaway center. Right there is George Foster to one-handed. One away. Norman wears number 32, and as he says with a shake of the head, took me a long time to get it. Tom Fashorek hitting 250 with three home runs, ten runs batted in. Norman waiting for Foster to get into position. Freddie's earned run average with the Reds is under three, 2.9. The pitch to Tom Peshorek is low, ball one, one and oh. In fact, outside of relief pitcher Pedro Bobon, Norman has the best earned run average on the staff, discounting his work with San Diego. The pitch to Peshorek, low and inside, ball two. 
So Tommy Beshoig waiting, two balls, no strikes. Steve Garvey on deck. The next one is hit down the right field line, going in the corner as it slices, lands fair, bounces into the stands for a ground rule double. So Beshoig will go back to second base with a ground rule double. And that'll bring up Steve Garvey. And for Pashorek, that would be his sixth double. Norman, in 27 innings against the Dodgers this year, his earned run average is 2.3. Of course, yesterday, Gullett had an earned run average of 2.05, and the Dodgers chased him but still lost. So Peshorek, a double into the corner. Now Garvey, who hit two out yesterday at the plate. Norman set, Fred kicks and delivers, and the pitch in for a strike, little slider, 0-1. Garvey hitting 298, half a dozen home runs, 43 RBIs. Oh, and one to count to Garvey. Norman back, fastball, bolted to left center field. That's heading towards the wall. It's gone. Garvey hits his third home run in two days. For Garvey, his seventh of the year is 45th RBI. The Dodgers leading two to nothing. For the Dodgers, 105 home runs this year. That's the best home run production for a Dodger team since the National League Championship 66 club hit 108. Joe Ferguson takes a hook in the dirt, ball one. 2-0 Dodgers, first inning. Two $10 books of Union All Auto Script to Steve Garvey. Next one over for a strike. And two books of the Boys Republic of Chino. For Garvey, two yesterday, one today, and one earlier this year. He's hit four against the Reds at Dodger Stadium. So four of the seven against the top club in the league. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Fergie. Slow curve. It's sharply at third. Up with it there is... Menke to throw him out. Dennis juggle a ball momentarily. Two away. That'll bring up Ron Say. Ron Say hitting 242. He has 14 home runs. 76 runs batted in. Dodgers trying to go out with a win. Say waiting. Now Norman on the rubber. Fred into the windup and delivers. And the screwball over for a strike on one. Now Norman back to the plate. Oh one. Say waves at a slow curve. Badly fooled in the count. Oh and two. Freddie Norman is 5'8". He's a 170-pounder, 31 years old. He was born in San Antonio, Texas. The strike two pitch, fastball low, ball one. Freddie's been around since 1961. He started his career with Shreveport. 
The 1-2 pitch, low. Say started to go after a screwball and held up. Freddie checking. Now into the windup and the 2-2 pitch on the way. Screwball outside and high, ball three. Norman started in the Chicago Cubs organization. Actually, he was traded to the Cubs from the minor leagues. He had been with Kansas City. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Norman deals. Strike three call. Breaking ball on the outside corner. That'll do it for Say. But not before the Dodgers get two runs, two hits. And at the end of an inning, Dodgers two, Reds nothing. Maybe it's time a new man who knows just what to do. Maybe it's time you knew a man who is right down the street from you. Union 76 dealer Bob Berger has the spirit of 76. I'm beginning to realize that more and more of the things that we do routinely, the customers think are outstanding or exceptional because they're not used to getting that kind of service. Maybe it's time, maybe it's time you put a man with spirit on your end of an inning, the Dodgers leading the Reds two to nothing on the home run by Steve Garvey with a man aboard. The Dodgers have Tommy John ready to work to Johnny Bench, George Foster, and Ed Armbrister in that order. The applause in the background, the halftime score at the Coliseum, the Rams 14 and the Atlanta Falcons nothing. Now here's Johnny Bench. He's been restored to good graces after riding out a two-day suspension. Johnny Bench hitting 257, 25 home runs, 103 RBIs. So Tommy John, feet together on the rubber, looks in to get a sign. Now ready and delivers breaking ball on the outside corner for a strike. Going one. Alex Graham is coaching at third. George Scherger at first. Tommy strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball fouled off. One breaking ball was way outside and suddenly darted on the outside corner. That one looked like a fastball down the middle and came in on the hands. It just depends on where Tommy starts his breaking ball. 0-2 the count to Johnny Bench. Strike two pitch on the way. Sinker low and away. Ball one. One and two. Tommy, reading signs, flashed out by Steve Yeager, and the 1-2 pitch, fastball just inside. So two quick curves, and a sinker down and away, then a fastball inside. Two balls and two strikes to Johnny Bench. Tommy comes back 2-2, fastball hit to the left of Russell. He one-hands it and throws him out. So Johnny Bench losing a base hit to Bill Russell. One away, and George Foster the batter. 
Tommy John has made one other start against the Reds. He also relieved two innings. Tommy's earned run average is less than a run in his two previous appearances against Cincinnati. His ERA is .8. You want to get the point? Well, then put a banker on your business team, your account manager at Union Bank. George Foster, who had four hits the other night, and the fourth one hit the jackpot, the ninth-inning home run that got the tie, and then Perez got his fifth hit, the home run that got the win. George takes a strike. Foster hitting 370 since being called up from Indianapolis. Four home runs, nine RBIs. Right-hand batter, he takes away one and one. Jack Billingham just getting in some work down in the in the uh, Cincinnati bullpen, tossing in between starts. Next one on the inside part of the plate, one and two. Dodgers two, Reds nothing. We're in the second inning with one away on a beautiful day. Here's the one-two pitch on the way. T.J.'s curve, swung on and missed, dropped by Yeager. The tag applied. That'll do it to Foster. Two down. Here is Ed Armbrister. Ed Armbrister. Edison Armbrister by name. He's from Nassau in the Bahamas, hitting 308. He's the boy we mentioned when we were in Cincinnati. They didn't have any ball fields in Nassau. They played cricket, but he didn't have any baseball fields. So he played baseball in a cemetery. Tommy John ready. And the pitch to Armbrister, he takes low. Ball one, one and oh. One ball and no strikes to Edison Armbrister. Tommy's fastball sinks low, ball two. Armbrister with a home run and five RBIs. He beat the Dodgers with a blue pit to center field in the recent series in Ohio. Now the 2-0 pitch on the way. Fastball over, two and one. Dennis Benke on deck. Tommy John's 2-1 pitch coming up. Missed inside. Ball three. So he hasn't thrown in the breaking stuff yet. Three and one to Ed Armbrister. Two down, second inning. Dodgers leading two to nothing. Tommy trying to win his 15th today. The 3-1 pitch. Sinker hits slowly to third. Say gets a good bounce, throws on the run and gets him, and that's it. Reggie finished in the second at the end of an inning and a half. Dodgers two, Reds nothing. Pay more and get less. No, indeed, it sure doesn't make sense. But, you know, if you ladies will check the pork sausage in the meat department of your store, you'll find that it can happen. And happen it has. You see, some of the sausage that's shipped in from the east is now in smaller rolls. Only 12 ounces instead of 16 ounces. Now, that's a quarter pound less sausage than in the full pound Farmer John roll. Yet, when you compare the price stickers, you'll see that the 12-ounce sausage actually costs you more, sometimes much more, than the 16-ounce Farmer John roll. Add the fact that Farmer John's sausage is fresher and fresher tasting since it's made right here in the West from strictly fresh Eastern corn-fed pork, and it becomes an even better buy. So if you want Eastern pork sausage that's strictly fresh, the way sausage should be for full fresh flavor, and you want to save money to boot, you have an easy choice to make. Simply reach for the full pound roll with Farmer John on the label. Farmer John's Sausage. 
Bottom of the second inning, the Dodgers leading the Reds two to nothing. Freddie Norman and Tommy John. The Dodgers getting two runs in the first inning on a ground rule double by Tom Pishorek and a line drive home run by Steve Garvey into the seats in left center. The Dodgers trying to snap a seven-game losing streak against the Reds. The Reds have won 11 out of 17 from the Dodgers. The last Dodger victory over Cincinnati was in Cincinnati, an extra inning game that the Dodgers won 8-7. to seven. The next day was the doubleheader when Hal King hit the dramatic pinch hit home run in the ninth inning, and the Reds have won every meeting since. Seven. So they deserve to be where they are. There are no two ways about it. The Reds have just played championship ball and have taken over. Willie Crawford, Steve Yeager, and Lee Lacey in that order. Second inning, 2-0 Dodgers. Norman delivers, and a breaking ball is popped in the air. Coming in from first base is Tony Perez. He's on the grass now and makes the catch. Boy, that thing was up there. One away. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. KTAR in Phoenix. Steve Yeager checks in at the plate. Yeager hitting 252. Freddie Norman into the windup. Left handed delivers. Fastball for a strike. 0 1. Owen 1 to count to Steve Yeager. Norman back to the plate. Breaking ball. Low and outside. One ball, one strike. Norman reading bench. Yeager waiting, and the 1-1 pitch to Steve. Slow curve over nicely. Strike two. One and two. One and two to Yeager. Norman back to the plate. Low breaking ball fouled off. He throws that one hard. One and two. Freddie Norman, 11 victories and 5 defeats as a Red. He really came out of nowhere to bail him out. The 1-2 pitch to Yeager. Screwball, hit into left field, base hit, the bat's out in front of the mound. Rose fielding it, gets it back in. So Yeager loses his bat, but lines a single to left. And the batter is Lee Lacey. Second baseman, Lee Lacey. Lee Lacey hitting 200 with eight RBIs. Right hand hitting second baseman Davey Lopes has been bothered by muscle spasms in his back. And they got to him again yesterday. So Lacey finished up. Norman delivers, slow curve, that's over for a strike, 0-1. The Dodgers, you remember, opened up against the San Diego Padres. Lacey was in the starting lineup and went one for five. He had two hits the next game. There's a strike, 0-2, and and one hit the next game. And it looks like he was off and running, and then he started to struggle at the plate, and before you know it, Davey Lopes took over. Strike two pitch. Lacey punches it into right field. Base hit. 
Jaeger's being waved to third. Armbrist's throw is a good throw, but it gets by Menke. Down to second base goes Lacey. The run is at second and third. Armbrister is charged with the throwing error. So second and third, one out, and Tommy John coming up. Olympia Beer, happy to send it all to you. The Dodgers and the Reds rolling around Dodger Stadium in the last home game of the year. Hope you're well stocked with plenty of cold Oli. Tommy John, the batter bench, is trying to call Armbrister up in right field. Now Foster and Armbrister come up. Tommy has 14 hits and a half a dozen RBIs. He has the same number of RBIs as Messersmith. Curveball is low, ball one. Andy has one more hit. So TJ, with a base hit now, could take the lead in two departments that pitchers really cherish, most hits and most RBIs. Norman with the infield up comes back to the plate as a ground ball into left field. Jaeger scores. Stopping at third is Lacey, and the Dodgers lead three to nothing. Tommy John has the most hits, 16, the most RBI, seven, and they bring him his jacket. So Bill Russell coming up with runners at first and third. The Dodgers with three hits and a throwing error. Russell flied to center in the first inning. One out. Three nothing Dodgers. Freddie Norman set at the belt. Works Russell and is a drive into left center field and deep. Back goes Foster. One hands it on the track. Lacey tags and scores. It's four to nothing Dodgers. So the Dodgers leading four to nothing against Freddie Norman and Tom Pashorek, the batter. The bullpen gets busy for Cincinnati now as Norman has allowed four runs and five hits. Johnny Bench out to the mound to talk to Freddie. Pashorek went with Norman and doubled into the right field corner. Down in the bullpen, right hand to Roger Nelson. Who has been hurt a great deal. He's only been in 12 games. Nelson is loosening up. Norman Ruddy, left hand's a fastball foul back. 0-1. So the Dodgers, if nothing else, being stubborn and willful. They do not want to be the team that loses to give Cincinnati the championship. They want to make sure that if and when the Reds do it, they do it on their own against somebody else. Pitch to Pejoric inside, one and one. We mentioned the so-called magic number has been reduced to one. A Reds victory or a Dodger defeat, whichever comes first and it's all over. One and one to count to Pejoric. Norman screwball, a dandy for a strike. One and two. Boy, that thing corkscrewed up to the plate. 
Steve Garvey on deck. You take a cork out of a bottle with that one. Norman Ruddy in the one-two pitch. Another Scroogey, but very high. Two and two. Norman, a little angry at himself, snatches at the return throw. You can just imagine how badly Norman would like to be the clinching pitcher and beat his old team, the Dodgers. Remember the night he won here in San Diego and he did a cartwheel, a somersault out on the mound? 2-2 breaking ball is swung on and missed. That'll do it for Pashorek. But the Dodgers get two runs, three hits, an error, a man left. And at the end of two, Dodgers four, Reds nothing. Drivers have so many different kinds of recreational vehicles to choose from. So there's bound to be one that fits your wants and your budget. No matter what kind of RV you choose, chances are Dodge has some new ideas for it. Take the pickup, one of the most popular of all RVs. Dodge has introduced a club cab on their pickups. This cab gives you an extra 34 cubic feet of storage space right behind the seats. Great for all the things you want to keep right with you. Now, when you turn to more sophisticated motor vehicles, Dodge is still with you. More than 80% of all motor homes built today ride on Dodge chassis. And the newest ones have a suspension that makes this the smoothest riding motor home chassis Dodge has ever built. And there's a new 440 V8 engine that comes complete with an electronic ignition system. It's this kind of advanced thinking, this giving you what you want, that makes people turn to Dodge for leadership in recreational vehicles. Two innings are in the books, and the Dodgers with deuces in each of the first two innings, leading four to nothing. Four runs, five hits, and one error for the Dodgers. No runs, no hits, and one error for the Reds. The last home game of the year. The Dodgers shove off tomorrow at 1.30 and fly to Atlanta. They'll be tangling with Henry Aaron. Aaron homered last night. He has 712. So he needs two to tie and three to establish the record. And naturally, he'll have ample opportunity to do it against the Dodgers. Because they'll be in there for three, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Then the Dodgers will conclude the year in San Diego, Friday night and Saturday night. And from the looks of things, that will also conclude San Diego. Although what's going to happen to that franchise is still apparently very much up in the air. But that's the upcoming week. The Dodgers and the Braves for three, San Diego for two, and then it'll be see you next year. The end of two innings, Dodgers four, and the Reds nothing. In the East, the New York Mets won. It's up to the Pirates to win the second game. They already won the first game, and they're even 1-1 at the end of four. The Pirates can pick up a half a game and whittle the Mets' lead to a half, or they can surrender a half by losing. And then the Mets would lead by one and a half. So that's a big one. We'll watch it for you carefully. Let's go to the third. Four-nothing Dodgers. And for more play, here's Jerry Doggett. All right, Vinny and Menke, Cheney and Norman do up here now as Tommy John got set to go with it here in the third. The windup and the pitch on the way. Fastball is a strike 0-1. Tommy retired the side to Norton in the second. Leadoff batter Rose was on on an error, but they promptly doubled him up. So TJ's faced, faced only six men. Curveball is low. One ball, one strike. The Dodgers, among other things, are trying to snap a losing streak to the Reds. They have lost seven straight to the Reds. There's a curve strike, and it's one and two. And that all began on that fateful Sunday on July the 1st when Don Sutton carried the lead into the ninth inning and Hal King hit a two-out, two-strike home run against him 
And the Dodgers haven't won a game since that one. They won the night before, 8-7 to seven in overtime. Here's a fastball, low and away, ball two, and it's two and two. And some say, of course, that was the ball game that sparked the Reds' turnaround and got them on the right track. But the Dodgers, nonetheless, have not won since then. So they've lost seven straight to the Reds. There's a bouncing ball wide, a third of the hole, it's short, backhanded by Russell, no play. Menke gets an infield hit to deep shortstop. That'll bring on Daryl Cheney batting 186. It's kind of strange how the Reds have been able to do it with the guys you don't expect to do it, too. In a great number of those seven losses, it has not been Bench, Rose, Perez, or Morgan, but it has been Menke and Cheney and Cal King and Armbrister and Grippy and some of the lesser lights who are fine ballplayers nonetheless, but the Dodgers hope to contain the big hitters and have been hurt by the little hitters. Here's the pitch for a strike, going one. Cheney batting 186. On deck is Norman. 0-1 count, Menke away from first. Now the look and the pitch. Fastball outside, one ball, one strike. Atlanta leading Houston 10 to nothing, And Henry is not playing in that one today. He'll play on Tuesday. 1-1 count. Now the look and here's the pitch. Tapped over the mound near second. Lacey up with it. will have to go to first base in time. Cheney is out and Menke goes into second base on the roller. So one away and the batter will be pitcher Freddie Norman. Norman coming on. Has six hits in 78 trips to the plate. So he's batting 0-7-7. Norman steps in. One out, one on. When is a spare tire not a spare tire? Well, when it's a flat tire. Ask your Union 76. Norman at bat, right hand hitter. Fred has two RBIs on the year, takes a curved strike, 0 and 1. The Dodgers 4, the Big Red Machine 0 as we play in the third inning. Dodgers 2 in the first and 2 in the second. Now the look, and here's the pitch. Swung on and missed a good breaking ball right into his shoe tops. And Freddie swung and missed it. Strike two. No balls, two strikes, one out. Tommy John checks, looks, delivers. Curve is out. One ball, two strikes. Norman waits again, and John checks his signs. Now the look back and the pitch on the way. High. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. We're in the third inning. Now the pitch. Just missed outside ball three. On deck is Pete Rose. And Tommy John now trying to get Norman for the second out and not pitch to Rose with two men on. Pete, the league's leading hitter at 344. All right, Tommy John out of a stretch, a 3-2 pitch coming up. 
Tap to the third base side. It'll go foul ball. So Norman will come back to try it again. Yeager chases the ball down and hands it to John. Three and two of the reading. On the scoreboard, Pittsburgh beat Montreal in the first game 6-3. to Keeson the winner and Stoneman the loser. Stargell had his 42nd home run. Montreal a six-game losing streak after getting right into the thick of the pennant race. They have dropped out now to three games under the 500 mark. The Mets won today. They beat St. Louis 5-2, to and that slows down the Cardinals. They are 76-80. and The roller toward shortstop. Up with it is Russell. Here's his throw. It is in time to get Norman for the second out. And the batter will be Rose. Pete Rose at bat. Hit a fly ball to right field that was dropped by Ferguson first time up. Rose hitting 344. Leads the league in hitting and in hits. Now the look, and here's the pitch. A curveball that's outside. One ball, no strikes. Now the 1-0 look, and the pitch on the way. Tapped in front of the plate. It's foul ball. Yeager out to play it. But the ball just did bounce foul. Crowd booing plate umpire Wendelstead on the call. All right, Rose back in to try it again. One-one count to Pete. Runner at second base, Menke. The look and the pitch on the way. Ground ball back to John. He has it. Waits for Garvey. Throws in time, and the side retired. Rose out, pitch it at first. They're all gone. No runs, one hit, and one left. And the score at the end of two and a half innings of play. Dodgers four and the Reds nothing. Freddie Norman now warming up with Johnny Bench. The Dodgers will start off with Garvey, Ferguson, and Say against Norman. Dodgers picked up two runs in the first inning and two more in the second. On the scoreboard, Atlanta 10, Houston nothing, playing in the ninth inning. Harrison all the way for Atlanta. And San Diego leading San Francisco by a score of 7-2. to two. And that game is in the bottom of the eighth inning. Home runs, Colbert has two, Kendall one, and Roberts one. Twenties and McCovey for the Giants. Kirby going for San Diego. Bradley, Moffat, and McMahon for San Francisco. Philadelphia rallied for five runs in the eighth inning after a four-run first inning, and they beat Chicago 9-7, to and that just about strokes the Cubs out of there. And it's going to make it uh, a four-team race, but actually it's down to a two-team race right now because the Cardinals and the Expos are both three games behind, and that's a pretty good hill to climb at this stage. Here's Garvey at bat. Homer at his last time up. Garvey's had three home runs in the last two games. Takes the pitch for a strike. 0-1. Steve has hit six home runs at home and one away. The one away was at Montreal, and strangely enough, he's hit four of them against Cincinnati here at home. 
There's a half swing on a breaking ball, strike two. The Dodgers as a team have hit 62 home runs here this year. Compared to 46 last year, the previous high was 47 in 1962, the first season the Dodgers stadium was opened. So they moved the fences in a bit this year, and it apparently has helped. 62 home runs for the home team. Dodgers have hit only 43 on the road. Now the 0-2 pitch up high for a ball, and the count goes 1-2. and two. Last year, the visitors at Los Angeles hit 37 home runs. This year, they have hit 59. All right, the 1-2 and two pitch on the way. Foul back out of play. Make it 60 now they've hit. One ball, two strikes. Garvey waiting, one and two reading. The pitch on the way from Norman. A half swing on the screwball struck him out. So Garvey goes down on strikes. That's the third strikeout for Freddie Norman. Brings to bat Joe Ferguson. Joe grounded the third his last time up. Fergie, the batter, hitting 264. He had a big day yesterday. All right, Ferguson in there waiting. Now the pitch on the way. Over for a strike at the knees, 0-1. A grand slam home run for Richie Zisk in the fifth inning of the second game. It looks like the curtains are going to close down for Montreal now. If they lose a doubleheader in seven in a row, they would be three and a half out. And it would just about be curtains for the Expos in their gallant bid to make it. But they're going to be a little shy. Fergie swings at a fastball, strike two, one and two. Ellis is the pitcher for Pittsburgh. Torres relieved by Scott in the fifth inning. And a grand slam home run for Richie Zisk. That makes it at least five to one. uh, Pittsburgh leading Montreal in the second game. The one and two pitch, Fergie takes low and outside for a ball, and the count is two and two. Now they show at the end of five innings, Expos one, Pirates seven in that second game. Pitch to Ferguson low, ball three, three and two. Three balls and two strikes. Ball game is in the third, one out. Dodgers lead four to nothing. Three and two count. Freddie Norman into the windup and down it comes. He walked him outside and high. First walk given up by Fred. And it brings up Ron Say. Ron Say. Say coming on. For Richie Zisk, it was his first Grand Slam home run of the majors. Runner on at first, say, waiting in the pitch. Half swing foul out of play. Ron Say waiting. Ferguson away from first base. Norman delivers. 
And Ronnie takes low for a ball, one and one. Say's had a pretty good year against the Reds. Hitting 340 against them for the year. All right, a 1-1 count. Dodgers four, the Reds nothing. We're in the bottom of the third. Now Freddie Norman checks again, the look and the pitch. A swing and a miss at the screwball, one and two. A one and two pitch. Lined in the center field. It's going to drop for a base hit. Ferguson turns at second. Headed for third. The throw across. He hits the dirt. He's in there. The ball bounces away from Menke. And down the line picked up by Bench. So say a single to center at Ferguson. Goes to third on the throw. As Foster threw it in there. It bounced away from Menke. But no further advance and no error on the play. So the Dodgers have runners at first and third. With one out in the third inning. And Willie Crawford will be the batter. Crawford coming on. He popped up his first time at bat, hitting 303. Willie on the way to the best year of his career in several categories, including games played, hits, total bases, home runs. All right, Crawford stepping in. Trying to get some more for the Dodgers now. They have scored two in each of their first two turns. Pitch to Willie, low for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Nelson is up again in the bullpen now. So Nelson working behind Norman down in the bullpen. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two, two balls and no strikes. Willie Crawford with a 303 average this year. That's compared to his lifetime major league average of 252. So he's about 50 points better than his lifetime average on the season. Now trying to pick up another run or two for the Dodgers. Willie was 66 RBIs. That's a career high. Next pitch low, ball three, and it's three balls and no strikes. And on deck, catcher Steve Yeager. So Crawford is ahead in all departments. Games played, at-bats, hits, home runs, runs batted in. Just a very good year for Willie Crawford. 3 and 0 the count. Norman ready delivers. And he takes a strike 3 and 1. Willie has a look at Lasorda. Perhaps allowed to hit again if he wants to. Three balls, one strike, one out. Garvey struck out, and Ferguson walked and say single to center. Now again, left-hander Freddie Norman looks into bench for the sign. Here's the pitch on the way. He walked him. Curveball was low and outside. That loads the bases for Jaeger. Steve singled his first time up. Walk number two given up by Norman, who has allowed six hits and four runs. And the Dodgers now trying to really open this one up. Say standing at second. Ferguson on third. And at first base now, Crawford as Jaeger hitting 252 steps in. Yeager's had 14 for 39 and hitting safely in his last 12 out of 15 games. First pitch is low, ball one. So Norman, 12 and 12 on the year, 11 and 5 with the Reds. 
And the Dodgers trying to put the slug to him right here. Here's the look and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. One and one. Yeager looked like he was going to right field on that breaking ball. One ball, one strike. Lee Lacey is on deck. All right, Norman checking signs. Bases full. One out here in the second. As a third inning, the Dodgers two in the first, two in the second. Norman ready delivers. Ground ball wide a third. Menke goes to second one on to first. Double play and the side is retired. So Yeager hits a sharp ground ball to third and they get the double play. Five, four, three. And the Dodgers miss a chance to really break it open. No runs, one hit. They leave two in the score at the end of three innings of play. Dodgers four and the Reds nothing. The better the mileage you get with Union 76 gasoline, the better you like your Union 76 dealer. So here are a few tips on how to get the most out of a gallon of gas. How about starting a cold engine? Well, it doesn't pay to let it idle unnecessarily. Union 76 suggests you start up, give the oil a few seconds to start circulating, and that's seconds, not minutes, and then drive off, maintaining moderate speeds until the engine is warm. Union 76 also suggests that you never race a cold engine. All you're doing is burning up a lot of gas at zero miles to the gallon. Another thing that can affect mileage is low tires. Union 76 recommends keeping them at the right pressure because an underinflated tire creates drag and that costs gasoline. Your Union 76 dealer will check your tires for you. Every week, ask him to do it. He'd be glad to help you get the most out of a gallon of Union 76 gasoline. So do what all of us do. Put a man with spirit on your side. The spirit of 76. All right, we'll go along into the fourth inning. Final score, the Angels wallop Minnesota 15-7. to Nolan Ryan got his 20th win. He had a 15-2 lead going into the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Twins scored five times, but Ryan breezed on in. 21-16 losses for Nolan, 15 runs, 15 hits for the Angels, and 7 runs, 13 hits for Minnesota. All right, let's go to the fourth. More play here, Ben. All right, Jerry, for the Reds, Joe Morgan, followed by Tony Perez and then Johnny Benz. Morgan hit into a double play in the first inning, so little Joe 0 for 1, hitting 284. Morgan, left-hand hitting second baseman. Tommy John looks for a sign, leading 4-0. T.J. ready and delivers. Fastball on the hands, foul back in the count 0-1. No balls and one strike to Joe Morgan. The National League East is still very much alive with the Mets out in front. If the Pirates can hold on to that lead furnished by Richie Zisk's grand slammer, they'll reduce the Mets' lead to a half a game. The pitch to Morgan inside, one and one. What is important, I think, is particularly so for the Reds. Curveball is hit to deep right field. Back goes Ferguson to the wall. It's gone. So Tommy John throws a breaking ball to Little Joe, and Morgan hits his 25th home run of the year to time with Perez and Bench. What a year! Joe Morgan is having. That makes it 4-1 to one Dodgers. And we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. So big Tony Perez coming up. The Reds have 16 home runs, seven of them here. Perez takes high ball one, 1-0. One oh. Getting back to the National League East, if you are a member of the Cincinnati Reds, 
Your preference would be against whom as an opponent? The pitch to Perez outside ball two. New York, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Montreal, Chicago. Guaranteed the one they would just as soon not see would be the New York Mets. There's a drive to right center for Shorts. It's going to have to run it down to the wall. It's off the wall. Tony into second base with a stand-up double. And so just like that, Tommy John's lead is threatened to be cut in half. On a home run and a double, the Dodger lead is 4-1, to and the batter is Johnny Bench. Johnny Third hit off Tommy John. The thing that would bother the Reds, anything can happen in a short series, but when you face the New York Mets, that means you're going to see Tom Seaver twice and left-hander John Matlack and Jerry Kuzman. And so the Mets, who are a dark horse, suddenly in first place in the East, and they have just the kind of pitching that could actually carry them right over the Reds or anybody else. Here's Johnny Bench, and he takes a breaking ball for a strike. That really fooled Yeager. It popped out of his minimum way off to the left. 0-1 to count. So that's the one thing about a regular season race. It's no fluke. Whoever wins in the division, he wins because that club is the best team. After 162 games, you can't really argue about that. But in a playoff, best three out of five, any one team can get hot and beat another. So the one club I think the Reds would just as soon avoid would be the New York Mets. Tommy John at the bell to look back at second base. Now T.J. outside the bench. One ball, one strike. Four runs on a half a dozen hits for the Dodgers. One run, three hits for the Reds. Each side with an error. Tommy deliberately set at the belt. Now to bench inside. Missed the corner. Ball two. Dodger bullpen begins to stir. Charlie Huff, the knuckleballer. Dodgers led 4-0 at the end of three. Joe Morgan got a breaking ball that was up, and he hit it into the right field bleachers. And then Perez followed with a long double to right center. And the batter is Johnny Bench. Nobody out. And George Foster on deck. 2-1 pitch to Bench. Breaking ball away. Ball three. The Tommy seemed to sail through the lineup the first time, but it's trouble the second time around. Tommy looks at second base. The 3-1 pitch. Breaking ball. Swung on and missed. The difference to Bench, he got the ball down. Against Morgan, he got it up. And Joe hit it out. 3-2 to Johnny Bench. He grounded out to Russell. Bill made a good play to get him in the second inning. Had to flash to his left. Russell leans to read a sign from Yeager. Now the pitch to Bench. Curveball got him swinging. So Bench strikes out. One away, and George Foster coming up. Foster hitting 370 at the start of the game, struck out in the second inning. One out. TJ looks in to get a sign from Yeager. The outfield deep for Shorek, just slightly off the mark, shading towards left center. Tommy Sinker, a strike. 
Always made with the finest and with extra care. The West's own pork products from Farmer John. Screwball outside. He turned it over but missed by a lot. One and one. The count of George Foster. Tommy John ready in the pitch of the right-hand hitter. Good breaking ball. Swung on and missed. Strike two. One and two. Dodgers four, Reds one. One out in the fourth inning. Tommy ready in the one-two pitch. Breaking ball. Got him swinging. So he strikes out Benjamin Foster. Good breaking stuff. And the batter is Ed Armbrister. That would be the third strikeout for Tommy, and he struck out Foster twice. Armbrister grounded to Ron Say in the second inning. Right hand hitting right fielder is 0 for 1. TJ left foot on the rubber, Armbrister waiting. Now Tommy left hands a fastball for a strike. 0 and 1. Dodgers four runs on a half a dozen hits. The Reds one run, three hits. The run, a home run by Joe Morgan, is 25th of the year. The strike one pitch, screwball outside. One and one. Dodgers trying to spoil the Reds' ride home. One and one to count. Tommy Reddy comes back with a fastball low and inside. Smothered nicely by Yeager behind the plate. Ball two. Two and one. For the Reds, win or lose, this is a happy day. It's their last game on the road. They go home for six. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Sinker swung on and missed. Strike two. The Reds go home to play three night games with San Diego and next weekend with San Francisco. Two and two to Ed Armbrister. Perez at second, two out in the fourth, four to one Dodgers. Sinker popped in the air, back of first. Garvey needing help. Lacey coming in foul ground, and he can't get it. So Perez will go back to second and try it again. That's a very tough sky. Garvey had his shades down immediately, but he couldn't catch it. Lacey, with a right-hand hitter up, was shading towards up the middle. He had a long way to go, and he couldn't catch up to it. So two and two, the count to Ed Armbrister. The right fielder... In this instance, Joe Ferguson and Armbrister, they really have to fight the glare today. Here's the 2-2 pitch on the way. Sinker missed, ball three. The left fielder and center fielder, particularly the left fielder, the right side of Dodger Stadium is still washed in sunshine. So Crawford and Rose are looking in at home plate, and when that ball is hit, it's immediately lost in the shirt sleeves. So, boy, it's tough to play in the outfield on a day like today. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Armbrister hits a high fly ball to deep center, but Pashorek has a play. Tommy Sunglasses down makes the catch. 
That's the first put out in the outfield. One run, two hits, one left. At the end of three and a half, Dodgers four, Reds one. Boy, talk about convenience. Talk about ham that's extra lean, extra tender, and incredibly delicious. Well, now you're talking about Farmer John's new six-pack of fully cooked smoked ham steaks. Yes, six two-ounce ham steaks in a see-through vacuum-sealed package. So you know what you're getting with no can to block your view. Plus, no can to open, no gelatin to scrape off, and no slicing to do. Best of all, these savory ham steaks are Farmer John smoked. Smoked as only he does it, with smoke from native western wood to give them a heartier western flavor. And, of course, they're Farmer John fresh, meaning ham cured here in the west from strictly fresh eastern corn-fed pork. Just think, six smoked ham steaks conveniently packaged and fully cooked so you can enjoy them cold as well as hot. Look for Farmer John's new six-packs of smoked ham steaks in the deli or meat department of your store. And if you don't see them, be sure to ask for them. Do it today. Bottom of the fourth inning, the Dodgers four runs, six hits, one error. The Reds, one run, three hits, and one error. The run, the home run by Joe Morgan. Dodgers picked up two in the first inning on a bomb by Steve Garvey. Now it'll be... Lee Lacey, followed by Tommy John, and then Bill Russell, and left-hander Freddie Norman, who's been struggling, among other things, fighting his control. He got out of what might have been his last inning in the third, with Roger Nelson throwing back of him for the second time in two innings. The Dodgers had the bases loaded and one out, and Norman was really struggling just to survive, and he served up a double play ball to Steve Yeager, and that got him well in a hurry. Now Lee Lacey at the plate. He looks at a slow curve and a big bender over for a strike. On one. Lacey was the Dodgers' starting second baseman on the 6th of April, and he played until about the 22nd of April. He takes high. One and one. That's when the Dodgers started Davy Lopes, and that's when Davy Lopes just took over. Well, it's been a very frustrating year for young Lee Lacey. Norman's next one is high, ball two. Two and one. Lacey is not the ideal utility infielder because he's a kid. Better he should be playing. But as we said, he had apparently clinched second base. He had had a fabulous spring. They just couldn't hold a job. And then it was just taken away by Davy Lopes. Breaking ball stayed up. Ball three. Lacey looks down at Tommy Lasorda. Now Lee back up to the plate. Freddie Norman has walked two in the third inning. He comes back 3-1, and the screwball is lifted to shallow left. Out goes Cheney. In comes Rose. It's Rose. Cheney on his knees, skidding out of the way. So Lacey, a looping fly ball out. One down. Tommy John coming up. At the end of the third quarter at the Coliseum, the Rams... 17 and the Atlanta Falcons nothing. Tommy John waiting at the plate. Norman delivers and the pitch is low. Ball one, one and oh. Jerry reminds me that the Rams are trying to do to their counterparts what the Dodgers did to the Braves. The 1-0 pitch outside. The Braves 
lost nine in a row at Dodger Stadium. Now the Rams are trying to take care of the Falcons, so Atlanta will not look kindly on Los Angeles. They'll be shut out here. The pitch to Tommy John is strike, two and one. Two and one to Tommy John. Norman ready and Fred delivers. Fastball low, ball three. Three and one. Here's a 3-1 pitch coming up. And it's low and inside, ball four. So a walk by Tommy John with one out, and that'll bring up Bill Russell. Bill Russell coming up. Russell has flied to center and then had a scoring fly ball to center in the second inning. So Tommy with a base hit, an RBI, now gets a walk. And Russell checks in. Fourth inning, four to one Dodgers. Norman at the belt. Checks first, delivers. And the pitch low and inside, ball one. One and oh. Now the next one to Russell is bounce foul outside of third, down the line. One and one. Freddie Norman, 12 and 12 with the league, but more important, 11 and 5 since he's been pitching for the Reds. 1 1 pitch to Russell. Fastball popped up. The shortstop, Cheney, angles out on the grass. Sunglasses glistening. The rangy shortstop handles it. Two down. That brings up Tom Pashorek. He went with Norman and doubled into the right field corner, hitting a pitch away, then scored on Garvey's home run. Then in the second inning, Tommy struck out. He's 0 for 1. So Pashorek, all told, 1 for 2. He started today at 250. Norman's slow curve is low, ball 1. Harry Wendelstedt, the plate umpire, Augie Donatelli at first, Bob Engel at second, Dave Davidson at third. Here's the 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball hit to dead center. Back goes Foster. Away back. She's gone. for sure. Hits one over the center field fence with Tommy John aboard and the Dodgers lead six to one and Wimpy as he is called on the ball club gets a hero's greeting in the dugout. Two ten dollar books of Union All Auto Script to Tommy Pashorek. Two books of the Salvation Army. Post Office Box 6654 in Tucson. And here's Garvey who muscled one out in the first inning. Norman ready and delivers way outside with a screwball. The Dodgers hitting two home runs today. Remember yesterday against the Reds they had four. That's a half a dozen in two games. They did not have one the night before. Crawford just missed one. Garvey fouls it back in the count one and one. 
Last year, the Dodgers hit 46 home runs at Dodger Stadium. This year, 63. Last year, opponents hit 37 here. This year, 61. The 1-1 pitch, the ground ball to shortstop. Chaney is up with it across the first for the out. But the Dodgers have added two more. And at the end of four, Dodgers six, Reds one. In talking about Union Bank on these broadcasts, I often invite you to give them a call so you can find out firsthand how the business bank can help your business. And I hope many of you have done just that. But for those who haven't, here's a general idea of what to expect. First of all, after getting acquainted, you would have an account manager assigned to your business. And from that point on, through one call to this one man, you would have access to all the many services of Union Bank. Your account manager would make it his business to know your business inside and out. He'd help simplify problems for you and present you with clear, understandable options. And as needed, he'd see to it that your business receives the necessary tax and investment counsel, trust services, pension and profit-sharing management, whatever is required to make running your business easier and more profitable. You'll find the account manager only at Union Bank, so why not make that call this week? You'll talk with a most unusual bank, Union Bank. As we go to the fifth inning, the Dodgers six runs, seven hits, and one error. The Reds one run, three hits, and one error. The Dodgers home runs by Garvey with a man aboard, Fashorek with a man aboard, and for the Reds, a home run with nobody on by Joe Morgan. Tommy John getting ready to pitch to Dennis Menke, Darrell Cheney, and we'll see about Freddie Norman. Roger Nelson has been pitching a ball game back of Freddie in the Cincinnati bullpen. So Dennis Menke coming up. It's an interesting point about the home run. It is a very dramatic and fan-appealing play. And, of course, when a home club hits it, the crowd really goes wild. But there's also an interesting other point about it. Menke, a half-swing tapper back to John. Tommy has it and throws him out. One away. This year, twice at Dodger Stadium... The Dodgers have hit four home runs in a game. Much to the delight of the customers, except they lost each game. They hit four home runs against San Diego and lost the game 9-6. to six. They hit four home runs against Cincinnati yesterday and lost it 11-9. Cheney takes a strike. Larry Stahl, left-hand batter, is on deck. He'll hit for Freddie Norman. Tommy John, strike one pitch, low one and one. Olympia Beer, happy to send it all to you from Dodgers Stadium. The Dodgers and Tommy John leading six to one. TJ comes back one one, and the sinker is rolled up along first base. Garvey gets to it, but it's fouled by that time. So Cheney will come back and try it again. Crowd groaning. The Giants rolled a seven in the eighth inning. So that gives them nine and gives the Padres seven as they go to the ninth inning. Nine, seven, San Francisco. Dodgers leading six to one here in the fifth inning. 
One-two pitch, breaking ball low and away, ball two. The Dodgers with two home runs today have hit 106. They need two more to match the 66 club's effort of 108. New pitch fouled off. However, again, numbers don't mean anything until you investigate it. The 66 club did it when the fences were back. Two and two to Darrell Chaney. Tommy John's fastball on the hands, hit wide of first. Garvey juggles, recovers, drops it, recovers, throws it over John's head, but it's backed up by Yeager. <laughs> Steve really boxed that one a couple of times. He beat that thing to death. He'll draw an error. Garvey did everything but sign his name on the ball. Incorrectly. All right, Steve can't handle a ground ball by Cheney, and the batter is Larry Stahl hitting for Freddie Norman. So the Dodgers refuse to cooperate. For Norman, number 29, Larry Stahl. The Dodgers ruining what might have win a, been a scripted victory for the Reds. You know, ex-Dodger, little Freddie Norman pitching them to the championship today by beating his ex-club, the Dodgers. Well, you get a rewrite man on that right away. It's 6-1 to one, Dodgers in the fifth, and Freddie Norman is gone. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Larry Stahl. Ground ball hits slowly to Lacey. Tough for two. He juggles. Goes to first in time. Lacey is a very fancy second baseman. It's his mannerism. He's not trying to be fancy, but he's just a fellow who does everything with a flourish. But really, that flourish of his hurts him. He has to learn to cut down on all of his movements. But he started to pick that ball up as if he was picking a flower. Two down. Darrell Chaney at second base, and here's Pete Rose. The really good ball players are rarely that fancy. They're hard-nosed. They just go over and pick it up and throw you out. Like a Pete Rose, like a Bill Mazeroski. Pitch outside. Ball one. One and oh. Fellow looks like he's dancing out there. He's wasting time. One ball and no strikes to Pete Rose. Tommy John at the belt. Looks back at second. Works the plate and it's looped in the air to right center field. Ferguson angles over. Waiting and makes the catch. No runs, no hits, and error. A man left in the four and a half. Dodgers six, Reds one. Say, are you in for a question or two? Well, here's a little baseball quiz for you. See if you can figure out these Dodger Hall of Famers just from their nicknames, and they should be pretty easy. First of all, Casey. Then Campy. And finally, Dazzy. Well, if you came up with Casey Stengel, that was easy. And if you came up with Campy as Roy Campanelli, you're doing all right. But were you stumped by Dazzy? That would be Dazzy Vance. All right, we'll give you another chance. Who goes by the nickname of Ole? Why, sure, none other than good old Olympia beer. People have been calling Olympia Ole for more than 75 years now, ever since a man named Leopold Schmidt found himself a naturally perfect brewing water brought himself the choicest hops and barley malt and brewed the first Olympia beer. Well, the world has changed a lot since then, but one thing hasn't changed. Olympia is still made the same way with that natural brewing water and the very finest of hops and barleys. So the next time, ask the man for an Oli. 
Bottom of the fifth inning, the Dodgers leading the Reds six to one. Home runs by Steve Garvey and Tom Pishorek leading the way. Roger Nelson, who has been hurting, comes in to pick up the pieces for Freddie Norman. The Rams just scored another touchdown on a 29-yard pass from quarterback John Hadle to Jack Snow. The extra point by David Ray. So the Rams are leading Atlanta 24 to nothing in the fourth period. Here's Joe Ferguson and Nelson misses ball one. Roger Nelson shakes his head, looks in to get a sign. Now the right-hander into the windup. Back he comes, and he missed high and outside. Ball two, two and zero. Oh. Nelson, only 3-2 and two at the league. He's been hurting most of the year. He's been in only 12 games. Started eight and completed one. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Fergie looks at a strike. So Freddie Norman had his day ruined. Norman went four innings and is charged with six runs, seven hits, including two home runs and a double. The 2-1 pitch. Fergie takes a strike. 2-2. Two and two. Nelson working, two balls, two strikes to Ferguson, who was grounded out and walked. Roger delivers way outside to the backstop, ball three. You know, this was the year they brought the fences in at Dodger Stadium. It has been the year of the home run. The Dodgers have hit 17 more home runs here this year. That's an increase of 27%. The opponents have hit 24 more home runs. That's an increase of 40%. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Strike three called. Down goes Ferguson. Overall, then, there's an increase of 33% of home runs hit this year than last year. And what is important with all those home runs, the Dodgers have come out on top at home. If they win today, they will have won 50 and lost 31. So the home run has been very appealing to the ball club that is not known for hitting them. Back in 1969, the Dodgers were 50 and 31 at home. In 1966, they won 53. That's their best home year. They won 50 in 1965. And we go back to 1962 when they won 54. That's the most successful home club, and that club didn't make it. The 1-0 pitch. Say drives it to center, but it's playable, and George Foster makes the catch for the out. So two down, and the batter, Willie Crawford. Say for the full flavor of freshness and pork and pork products, a name you can be sure of is Farmer John. Talking about home runs, don't forget to be with us as we travel to Georgia and see whether Henry Aaron can do it. Henry has hit 712. He is not playing today. He hit a home run last night, but he rests after a night game. Crawford takes the strike. So Henry, with 712, has next week to do it. And three of those games against the Dodgers. 
Crawford takes a pitch that misses one and one. Two down, fifth inning, Dodgers six, Reds one. Nelson into the windup. The one-one pitch on the way. Fastball low, ball two. Two and one. Now the two-one pitch to Willie Crawford. High ball three, three and one. Roger Nelson is from Altadena, although he now makes his home in Shawnee, Kansas. He had a great year last year with Kansas City, 11 and 6. Crawford out a pitch upstairs, 3 and 2. Rogers, 6'3, 205 pounder, 29 years old. Three-two pitch. Fastball popped in the air, foul behind the plate and out of play. Bench coming back, but it's in the seats. Boy, that thing kangarooed back up 12 rows. Three and two. Nelson came from Kansas City in a deal for Hal McRae and Wayne Simpson. Roger Eugene Nelson. Good fastball and a very good slider. Here's a 3-2 pitch on the way. Fastball popped in the air, and that thing has got cloud dust on it. Menke waiting for it to come down. Dennis moving to his left and one-hands it. So the Dodgers are done in the sixth inning, uh, in the fifth inning, pardon me, and at the end of five, Dodgers six, Reds one. Maybe it's time a new man who knows just what to do. Maybe it's time you knew a man who is right. What's it like to have a man with spirit like Union 76 dealer Herb Ellis on your side? Herb is top. We get stalled in the driveway and he comes right over. Also, he's always so pleasant when you come in for service. He's always smiling and nice. Maybe it's time, maybe it's time you put a man The most colorful event set for Dodger Stadium November 11th to 16th, the annual mobile home and recreational vehicle show staged by the Trailer Coach Association. The greatest assemblage of such vehicles west of the Rockies in Dodger Stadium and in the parking area is a great show November 11th to 16th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Dodgers leading 6-1. to one. Three home runs have been stroked in the ball game today. Morgan won for the Reds, and for the Dodgers, Pashorik and Garvey each with a man on. Tommy John trying to hold the lead now, 6-1 to one as we go to the sixth. More play, and here's Finn. All right, Jerry, Joe Morgan will start it off. Little Joe homered in the fourth inning, and a final score, the Rams added yet another. 
And they ran the Falcons and Norm Van Brocklin out of the Coliseum. Rams 31, Atlanta nothing, a final score. Tommy John delivers, fastball outside, ball one, one and oh. Next Sunday, the Rams will be at Candlestick Park to play the 49ers. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Morgan. Sinker that missed. Ball two, 2-0. Two of course, the Rams really poleaxed San Francisco in the exhibitions. Of course, now they play for a game check at Candlestick next Sunday. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Joe Morgan. Line drive into center field. Little Joe has himself a base hit. Bishorek gets it back in, and the batter will be Tony Perez. Tony Pattis coming up. Jaime, okay? Okay, amigo. Pattis. Pattis in the spring. Tony waiting. Six to one Dodgers in the... All my friends would think I'm phony if I call him Pattis. There's no way. So Tony Perez at the plate. Tommy John delivers. Slow curve. Over for a strike on one. What's in the name? The Phillies many years ago had a pitcher named John Buzzhart. Here's the strike one pitch. Tony swings and misses strike two. And after John had been in the league about a year or two, the Phillies suddenly announced that he wanted his name pronounced Buzzard. Mr. Buzzard is out in the yard. And there was a big left-hander with the Pittsburgh Pirates who said his name was Bob Veely. Strike two pitch to Tony outside. And then after he had been around the league for a couple of years, he pronounced it Veal. A rose by any other name. One and two the count to Tony Perez. Tommy John Deal, sinker just outside. Ball two. Charlie Huff. In fact, where were we? They pronounced it Howe. H-O-U-G-H. They said Charlie Howe. It is Huff, like in rough. And tough. He's in the Dodger bullpen. A 2-2 pitch to Tony. Curveball hit the third. Say down to Lacey for one. Back to Garvey. Double play. So Perez hits into a double play. Two down. And the batter, Johnny Bench. Grounded to short and struck out 0 for 2. Dodgers 6. Reds 1. We're in the sixth inning. The Dodgers trying to win their 50th game at home. Tommy John sinker is a high chopper. Russell has to retreat, jump in the air to glove it, throws, still got him. Good play. So Johnny Bench loses a hit to Russell. No runs, a hit, nobody left. At the end of five and a half, Dodgers six, Reds one. Many of the folks living in the East enjoy some of the good things we do here, such as big league baseball. But there's a delicious something else they're denied. Bacon that tastes like Farmer John's. Why can't I get bacon like this at home is a question frequently asked by Eastern visitors. Well, the answer is simple. Only here in the West is there the kind of wood Farmer John uses in his bacon smoking. Native Western wood. That's the secret. Because it's the distinctive smoke from this wood that gives Farmer John bacon its distinctively different Western flavor. 
Of course, there's a little more to it than this. Farmer John not only uses western wood, but he smokes his bacon two to three times as long as some people. So the good western flavor reaches through and through every ounce of the meat. Farmer John bacon, the west's favorite by far, and enjoyed only in the west. Sit down to it often, because as they say, you just can't get too much of a good thing. The next time you shop, bring home the bacon. Bring it home from Farmer John. Right now, let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Bottom of the sixth inning, six to one in favor of the Dodgers. It'll be Steve Yeager, followed by Lee Lacey, and then Tommy John. Yeager is single to left and hit into a double play. He's one for two. Roger Nelson picking up the pieces for Freddie Norman, who went the first four. Roger set the Dodgers down in order in the fifth inning. And a pitch to Yeager, a strike, a little slider. 0-1. What a game at Candlestick. You know, the Giants got seven in the eighth inning. That made it 9-7 Giants. San Diego has scored four in the top of the ninth. So it's now San Diego 11 and San Francisco 9. Of course, what the Dodgers would like to do is pick up a game on the third-place Giants and bury them. The strike two pitch is swung on and missed, and the bat goes to shortstop where Cheney retrieves. One away. The Dodgers started the day three and a half games in front of the Giants. That would make it, if they can hold on to it, four and a half lead with five games left. Here's Lee Lacey. He takes a slider high. Ball one. One and oh. The pitchers in that little gem up north. For San Diego, Kirby, Corkins, and Caldwell, the CCC. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Lacey. Slider missed. Ball two. For the Giants, Bradley, Moffitt, McMahon, Sosa, Carruthers, Willoughby. Colbert to two home runs. Kendall and Roberts is also homered. 2-0 pitch. In there for a strike. 2-1. One. one out in the six. 6-1 six Dodgers. Nelson into the windup and the 2-1 pitch. Fouled away. Off to the right out of play. Lacey waiting two and two. Roger Nelson into the windup and the 2-2 pitch outside. Ball three. Big man from Shawnee, Kansas. Roger Nelson. Right-hander is full count pitch to Lacey. Fouled away off to the right. That carries upstairs. Second deck. Still three and two. The Dodgers going into today had drawn 2,086,000. And as a guess, it looks like they have about 50 here today. They'll wind up about 
two million one three. Lacey fouls another one away in the count three and two. The Reds have drawn a million eight hundred and sixty six thousand. They have six games to go. And if they draw two million, they're going to make a ton of money. Lacey, it's a high fly ball to dead center, but Foster has a play. George puts it away. Two down. You know, and this is no sales pitch. This is not management speaking. It's just me. The Dodgers have not touched their ticket prices ever since they came out here. But in Cincinnati, well, to give you an idea, in Riverfront Stadium, they do not have any bleachers. In Cincinnati, they have $6 seats. And most of their ballpark is scaled at over 4 the cheapest seat is two and a half. Pitch foul back by Tommy and the count on one. So the Dodgers draw two million one and the Reds draw two million. The Reds will make a lot more money. I mean, that ain't no bad crowd to hang around with either club. One and one to count to Tommy John. One and one to Tommy with two out in the sixth inning. Six to one Dodgers. Bill Russell on deck. Nelson into the windup, and the right-hander's breaking ball is at his feet. Ball two. Tommy, a base hit, an RBI, and a walk. He's one for one. Nelson into the windup, and the 2-1 pitch is popped in the air. Tony Perez calling. Now moves in on the edge of the grass, and Morgan says, I'll take it. So little Joe does, and that's that. So the Dodgers are gone. Nelson has retired six in a row. And at the end of six, Dodgers six, Reds one. Would you rip off a friend? Probably not, but that's what people do every time they shoplift. They're not only stealing from stores, they're stealing from their own friends, their family, and everyone else they know. Because every time a store owner suffers a loss from shoplifters, who do you think winds up paying for it? Not the owner, certainly. He can't stay in business by losing money. It's customers who ultimately make up shoplifting losses by paying higher prices, and that isn't fair to the rest of us. People who think they're ripping off the establishment aren't ripping off the establishment at all. They're ripping off every friend, every customer, every person they know who shops at that store, and they're even ripping themselves off by taking that big chance of being busted and convicted of shoplifting. No ifs ands or buts, shoplifting is stealing. And since shoplifters cause higher prices, shoplifters take everybody's money. This message brought to you by this station and others who are concerned. Through six innings, it died. You six runs, seven hits, two errors. The Reds, one run, four hits, and one error. So three innings to go in our final home game of the year. The Dodgers try to make it a 50-year at home which would be a fine record. And it's up to Tommy John as he tries to win the most games he has ever won in the big leagues. Tommy has won 14 and is trying to win his 15. By the way, a bit of an upset for pro football fans. It's a final score. Oakland got a field goal in each of four quarters and beat Miami 12-7. to uh, John Madden beats Don Shula 12-7.
San Francisco leading Denver at the end of three quarters, 30 to 20. And of course, the Rams who beat the Falcons 31 nothing will be playing the 49ers next Sunday. Well, let's go to the seven, six to one Dodgers. For more play, here's Jer. All right, Vinny, and here's Foster, Armbruster, and Menke coming on in the seventh inning. Foster has struck out twice. Tommy John now going into the seventh inning, and of course, Tommy has had problems getting past the seventh on a number of occasions, so they'll watch him closely here in this inning, the seventh inning. He has allowed just four hits, one of those a home run by Morgan, the other a double by Perez. They came back-to-back -back in the fourth inning. The pitch on the way to Foster. Fouled away on the ground, strike one. The Dodgers, meanwhile, have made the most of seven hits, two of them home runs, to drive in four of the runs, and John has driven in a run himself. All right, it is strike one count to Foster, right-hand batter, playing in center field. The wind-up and the pitch on the way. Low for a ball. George Foster, while he was in Indianapolis this uh, summer, went to a psychiatrist to get treatment to restore his confidence or to increase his confidence. And apparently it has worked since he's come back. He's played well. Fastball, a strike, one and two. He's hitting 370 since coming back, and he's had four home runs. Sparky says he can hit a ball as far as anyone. Now the one-two pitch on the way. Curveball bounced to shortstop. Russell near the bag. Throws across in time, and we have one away. One up and one down, and here's Armbrister coming on. A dirty carburetor can't ration gas to your engine very well. Why not get the most from your engine by using a gasoline that keeps your carburetor clean? Union 76 gasoline. Here's Armbrister at bat. He has flied out and grounded out. Tommy John delivers a bouncer wide of third and the hole is short. Russell, one-hand pickup, can't play it. Say does, throws, too late. Russell slapped at the ball. It came back to Say, who then threw too late. And Armbrister is on. We'll see how it scored. Russell tried to come up and one-handed and come up throwing. And it's going to be an error on Russell. So Bill draws the error, and here's Dennis Menke at bat. Now Russell tried to... Make the only play he had. That was come up with it on the on the run. And then uh, get his man. But he had it bounce away. Say he made a good recovery, but too late. Menke waiting. An infield hit and a bouncer to the pitcher. Here's a curve strike to Dennis. 0-1. Batting 185. He had a base hit to deep shortstop in the third inning. Four, uh, four hits for the Reds. Seven hits for the Dodgers. We're in the seventh. Now the look, and here's the pitch curve inside for a ball and the count is one and one San Diego beat the Giants 11 to 9 Ross in relief beat Sosa alright the 1-1 pitch on the way low and away for a ball 2-2 two, two and 1 so the Giants have 86 wins and 6 games left to play the best they can do is win 92 the Dodgers if they win this one have 91 and have a pretty good hold on. Here's a bouncer back to the mound. John goes to Russell. Russell goes to first double play to retire the side. So Tommy John starts the double play. One, six, three. The Dodgers' third double play of the game. No runs, no hits, an error, and none left on. And the score at the end of six and a half. Dodgers six and the Reds one. Holy, holy, holy. Oleo, 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 it's the 
water of that makes it only beer. It's the water and the hot beer. It's Russell, Fashori, Garvey now as we go to play in the bottom of the seventh inning. Okay, waiting on Bill Russell to come up. Dodgers, six, and the Reds have one. A near-capacity crowd here to see the Dodgers and the Reds on the final game of the series. And the home season. Dodgers have five left on the road. Okay, Russell, ready to step in there. Bill, 0 for 2, hitting 266. Russell hit 272 last year. Didn't play quite as many games. He's going to play perhaps the full schedule this year. Fastball up high, one ball, no strikes. Nelson came on to work in the fifth inning. He has retired six in a row, Roger Nelson. Now the 1-0 pitch. Ground ball to shortstop. Cheney has stepped to his right, makes his throw in time, and Russell is out. So seven in a row retired by Nelson. One out and the batter will be Tom Beshorek. A double and a home run for Tommy today. Beshorek getting a chance to play the last month or so and he has shown some of the promise that led to him being named minor league player of the year last year. He was crowded out of a starting assignment this year. Got off to a slow start but he's come on like gangbusters lately. Beshorek. Waiting at the plate. Now the windup and the pitch from Nelson. Fastball pops off Bench's glove. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. The Shorick last year at Albuquerque hit 307 and led in a lot of departments. There's a high pop fly on the infield. Morgan backs up now. Three steps on the outfield grass. And makes the play for the second out. So Nelson has been turning them back. Two down, and here's Garvey. A home run in the first inning. Struck out in the third, grounded out in the fourth. Steve Garvey stepping in. On the mound, Nelson checking signs. Ready to go to Garvey. Ah, high with it. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Dodgers six, and the Reds have one. Roger Nelson into the windup, and the breaking ball is a strike one and one. 
The Reds go home. They play San Diego tomorrow night at Cincinnati. The Padres pulled one out today. Survived a seven-run eighth and scored four in the ninth to win from the Giants. 11-9. Here's a curve inside ball two. Two and one now. Nelson into the windup again, delivers a curve high, ball three, three and one. Three balls into strike. Ferguson on deck. The Dodgers score two at a time in the first, second, and fourth. Four of the home uh, runs in on home runs. The Shorika man on, Garvey a man on. Garvey a high pop fly into center field. Foster coming up. He's waiting there now and has it for the outside. Retired nine in a row, retired by Nelson. Dodgers gone in order. The score at the end of seven. Dodgers six and the Reds have one. Watch the spirit of 76. Well, here's what one Union 76 customer had to say. Two weeks ago, my brother-in-law and I were on our way into the country to get away from it all. And suddenly, the water pump on our 64 wagon gave out. At 8.45 in the evening, the highway patrol gave us a lift into the nearest town to search for help. All the stations and repair shops were closed, but someone was sitting in the Union 76 station. All of a sudden, all the lights went on, and three Union 76 men came out of the station. Well, we told them our tale of woe. They could have told us to wait till morning, but like a flash, they went out and towed our car into town. One of the Union 76 men got the spare parts man to open his store at 10 p.m. for the part we needed. At midnight, we were on our way again. Believe us, that's what we call spirit. Well, friends, maybe it's time you put a man with spirit on your side. The spirit of 76. Well, we move along into the eighth inning of the ball game. A reminder, dandy souvenir bargain from Danny Goodman. All for $2, north to charge for mailing. The new Dodger publication, all-time Dodger greats. 20 Dodger player pictures and a set of National League club pennants. And a Dodger batting glove. Send your orders to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles, 90012. Only $2. All right, eighth inning, more players spinning. All right, Jerry. Phil Gagliano will hit for Darrell Cheney. And then Andy Costco will bat for Roger Nelson. And then it'll be Pete Rose. So Gagliano, Costco, and Rose. Have a birthday bur- a girl in the Dodger organization we want to salute her today. Irene Tangi. Best wishes from all of us, Irene. Phil Gagliano takes a strike. Going one. Gagliano, veteran, right-hand batter, takes a breaking ball for a strike. Phil hitting 299. Tommy John trying to go the distance. He's leading 6-1 to one in the eighth inning. And the strike two pitch on the way. Breaking ball low. Ball one. Gagliano is 15 for 39. Now it's 15 for 40. He looks at a curveball. Strike three called. And boy, did that thing sail over. One out. And Andy Costco coming up. Your attention, please. Batting for Nelson. Number 23, Andy Costco. Don't forget, if your business has outgrown the little branch down on the corner, be sure to reach for a bank, a Union Bank regional head office. 
Here's Costco. And he looks at a breaking ball. Low ball one. One and oh. Now the 1-0 pitch on the way is wallop to left field. Back goes Crawford. Away back. Costco has hit it out. So Andy Costco, an ex-Dodger, reaches the seats in left field. And for Andy, that's his eighth home run, his 19th RBI. That makes it 6-2, Dodgers. The two runs on home runs by Joe Morgan, and now the pinch hit by Costco. Pete Rose, Pete Rose, the batter. Tommy John is the stingiest starting pitcher in giving up home runs. With the two today, he's given up 16 all year. The pitch to Rose outside, he faked a bunt. Ball one. One thing about the Reds. They hit two home runs against the Dodgers today. That gives them 17 on the year. And there's a shot to left center field for sure. It can't get it. It's going to go to the wall, bouncing over the wall. And it's a ground rule double for Pete Rose. So Tommy John is hit by lightning in the fourth inning. He gave up a home run to Morgan and a double to Perez. Here in the eighth inning, he gives up a home run to Costco and a double to Rose. Charlie Huff and Jim Brewer throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Dodgers leading 6-2, and here is Joe Morgan. Hit into a double play, homered, and single. So Joe is two for three. So the Reds have hit 17 home runs against the Dodgers. Morgan has hit three. Perez is at six. A little Joe waiting. Tommy John at the bell. The backward glance at Rose. T.J. a bunt up along third. Charging save. Barehand pick up. The throw is too late. Tommy John, who does not finish his games... But he has gotten a good seven, and he's on the edge of coming out again. Tommy has completed only four games all year. Four in 30 starts. And as most of his games, he goes a strong seven, or thereabouts. And then he starts to run out of gas, and here comes Walter Olson. Tommy scraping at the dirt. Of course, if you're a starting pitcher and you can get your club into the seventh inning, you've really done your job. So Olsen out to the mound. Huff and Brewer. The batter is Tony Perez. Clay Carroll is throwing in the Cincinnati bullpen. And let's see if Olsen lifts Tommy John here on closing day. He gestures with his left hand. Oh, I assume that means Brewer. We'll see. Yep. So Jim Brewer coming in. We also get the paid attendance. It's 50,007. So 50,000 and the Magnificent Seven came out to see the Dodgers and Reds. It's 6-2 to two in favor of the Dodgers. All told in the house, 51,313. So the Dodgers draw 2,136,000 and change. 
That's a great year. So Jim Brewer coming in, and on the message board, sincere thanks from the Dodgers to the world's greatest fans. Nine times, nine years, two million or more Angelinos have come out to see the Dodgers. Win, lose, or draw, the ball club really appreciates their patronage. And now Jim Brewer, disdaining the car, walks in from the bullpen like a matador, slings his jacket to Don Sutton, and Brew now will relieve Tommy John. The first thing out on the field as Brewer goes walking across the third base foul line, Pete Rose fakes as if he's going to start running home. Brew just takes the ball from Tommy John and TJ, head down, but he has no reason to do that. Goes walking off the field. He got his club into the eighth inning before running out of gas, and that's more than enough. Now it's up to the bullpen. So Tommy gets an ovation. He can't lose. Two men on the base pass. He could win and be a 15-game winner. Now he dops his cap to the crowd. Tommy Lasorda and the other boys come over to shake his hand. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Well, you're listening to the Dodger game right now, and this is Mike Walton, hoping you'll join me for the pregame show, Batter Up, five minutes before each and every Dodger broadcast here on KFI Los Angeles. Jim Brewer, 6-8 and with the league. Jimmy, of course, has been severely hurt by the home run ball. He has eight losses. He has given up eight home runs. And he's facing home run hitters now, Tony Perez and Johnny Bench. So Brew walks behind the mound. Pete Rose at third, Joe Morgan at first, one out, 6-2, Dodgers in the eighth. Brew rolling the ball around in the pocket of the glove, thinking over his pitches. Now, Tony at the plate, and Brew goes to his stretch. Checks the runners. There goes Morgan. The pitch way inside. No play for Jaeger. It was in the dirt. So, Joe Morgan promptly steals his 67th base. So, that's for openers. So, now they have second and third. One ball and no strikes to count to Tony Perez. Tony has grounded out, doubled, and hit into a double play. But by that steal... That takes away a chance for a double play. 1-0 pitch to Tony. Screwball. Hit the left field. Sinking for a base hit. That's going to get two runs home. And holding on at first is Perez. And that makes it Dodgers 6, Reds 4. So there's a lot of life left in the big red machine. So don't go wandering away. Johnny Bench, representing the tying run, comes to the plate. The hit is charged to Brewer. Now you can close the book on Tommy John. Four runs, seven hits. Tommy had marvelous control, did not walk a batter. And here is Johnny Bench. Brewer ready, Jim delivers, and it's low and inside, ball one. For the Dodgers, and it has happened so many times, the ball club is naturally proud of the fact it has come from behind so many times. I think it's 40 times. Bench hits a fly ball to Pashorek. Tommy went back, now comes up and makes the catch for the out. But in all honesty, there's another side to the coin. And that's one of the things that Dodgers hope to strengthen for next year. 
The Dodgers have seen the other club come from behind quite often. Here is George Foster. Foster struck out twice and grounded out 0 for 3. Two down, three runs over in the eighth. Dodgers six, Reds four. Brew ready and delivers and has a ground ball foul outside of third. 0 and 1. In the Dodger bullpen, Jim Brewer's earned run average is over three. Pete Rickard is over three. Rao, who has started some, is four. And over three for a bullpenner is not too good. Pedro Bobon, for instance, is two. Jeff Zahn, the left-hander. Charlie Huff, the right-hander, in the Dodger bullpen. Carroll in the Reds' pen, and Foster takes at the knuckles. One and one. Brew wandering back of the rubber. Six to four Dodgers in the eighth inning. Dodgers led two nothing, four nothing, four one, six one, now six four. The pitch to Foster missing, ball two. Two and one. Pittsburgh beat Montreal 7-4 in the second game, so they trailed the Mets by a half a game. That was a, a must victory for the Pirates. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Foster. Screwball outside and very high. He didn't have much on that at all. Ball three. That is not the Jim Brewer screwball that we looked at for so many years. That's a pale imitation of it. So the Pirates sweep a doubleheader, and Montreal has lost seven straight. 3-1 pitch is fouled away. 3-2. The Pirates and Montreal play another doubleheader tomorrow. There's a looper and Lacey goes over, plays it on a bounce, throws to Garvey just in time. For the Reds in the eighth inning, they get three runs on four hits. Two singles, a double, a home run, and a stolen base. And at the end of seven and a half, Dodgers six, Reds four. Well, it happened again, and you certainly can't do much better. In fact, you can't do any better. Once again this year, Farmer John batted a 1,000 at the recent California State Fair. Out of 15 Farmer John products entered in this world-famous fair, all 15 won gold medals. 15 gold medals, mind you, more than any other packer, more than any other food processor, more than anybody. Judging at the California State Fair is completely impartial. The products carry no identification, no brand name to avoid possible bias. Each is presented to hundreds of visitors to the fair for their opinion of its flavor and appearance. And only those products judged of exceptional quality are awarded gold medals. Fifteen gold medals out of fifteen entries. How about that? Keep this in mind when you push your cart through the meat department and delicatessen section of your store. Always reach for the gold medal winning products from Farmer John. Exceptional quality. Who could ask for anything more? Bottom of the eighth inning. Dodgers six runs, seven hits, three errors. The Reds four runs, eight hits, and one error. 
Andy Costco, who batted for Roger Nelson and hit a home run, stays in the game. Ed Armbrister, who was in right field, goes into center field. And a new pitcher, Clay Carroll, will take over in Foster's spot. That makes Ed Crosby hit in the number eight spot. Clay Carroll. Carroll is another veteran relief pitcher who has found this year a struggle. Clay has eight wins, eight defeats. His earned run average is not good. It's almost four. Carroll at one time was going so badly they reversed a normal procedure and they gave him a start. The pitch to Ferguson, low ball one. Normally a starting pitcher has a lot of problems and they give him a few relief assignments. Clay went in reverse. The 1-0 slow curve is lifted back at third and down the line. Pete Rose running into the shadows across the foul line. One hands it on the dead run. Pistol Pete, one of the outstanding players in the game. Boy, he is fun to watch. One down and Ron Say, the batter. When the Reds bat in the ninth inning, they are due to send up Ed Armbrister, Dennis Menke, and Ed Crosby. Six to four Dodgers, one out in the eighth, and here's Ron Say. Carroll deals, fastball for a strike. In case you missed it, the Rams knocked off the Falcons 31 to nothing. Here's the strike one pitch to Say, outside one and one. So the Chuck Knox, Don Klosterman, Carol Rosenblum, and everybody over there. A great way to start the year. And, of course, next Sunday we'll be finished, and they'll be playing the 49ers. Pitch in the dirt, short hop by Johnny Bench, and the count two balls and one strike. Clay Carroll's 2-1 pitch, slider, swung on and missed, strike two. 50,007 here at Dodger Stadium. Carroll's 2-2 fastball is hit on the hands to Crosby. Ed is up with it, throws him out. Two down. Willie Crawford has popped up twice and walked. He's 0 for 2. Willie Crawford. Willie Crawford. In the bottom of the eighth, two down... Carroll ready and deals in the fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Going one. Dodgers leading six to four. Dodgers have hit two home runs. The Reds have hit two. Fastball outside. One and one. Carroll into the windup and the one-one pitch. Fastball away. Ball two. Two and one. Now the 2-1 pitch. Fast one swung on and missed strike two. Steve Yeager on deck. Two-two pitch coming up way outside. Ball three.
Last game of the year at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers trying to win their 91st game, 50 of which would be at home. The 3-2 pitch is lifted back a short. Crosby waiting for Rose in the shadow of the light tower. Makes the catch, and the Dodgers are done in the eighth. And they have been done since Pashorek's homer in the fourth inning. Three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen in a row retired by relief pitchers Roger Nelson and Clay Carroll. But at the end of eight, Dodgers six, Reds four. KTAR Radio is Arizona's pioneer radio station. First licensed to serve Phoenix in 1922. Throughout the years, KTAR Radio has brought Arizona the entertainment, news, and sporting events that have shaped our lives. Vice President Nixon visits Khrushchev. You heard it here. The H-bomb is developed. You heard it here. Sputnik is launched. Polio was conquered by Sock Vaccine. America takes the offensive in the Pacific. Little Rock, the Nautilus, sails under the North Pole. You heard all of these events reported as they happened on KTAR Radio 620. But now there's a new KTAR radio more dedicated than ever to putting you in touch with the events that shape your future. KTAR Radio 620 is all news and sports with the responsibility of bringing the world to you quickly and accurately. KTAR Action News. That says it all. To the ninth inning, the Dodgers leading 6-4. to four. They make an outfield change to shore up the defense. Bon Joshua is now in left field. Willie Crawford crisscrosses to right field, and Joe Ferguson comes out of the game. So put Joshua in Fergie's spot. Alston leading by two, and he wants experienced outfielders out there. This is a brutal time of the day, and particularly for Willie Crawford. Ninth inning, and Willie's got the sun just blaring at him. It'll be Ed Armbrister, Dennis Menke, and it looks like Dan Dreesen with a bat in his hands will hit for Ed Crosby. Fastball, a strike to Armbrister. Edison Armbrister is 0 for 3. Grounded to third, fly to center aboard on an error. The kid from Nassau in the Bahamas. Breaking ball is rolled to third. Say grabs it on the chalk, but it's a foul ball. Foul ball. Crowd watching the play and not the umpires. It's a foul. So Armbrister will come back and try it again. Oh, and two. No balls and two strikes. The on-deck hitter, a veteran, Dennis Menke, hollers to Armbrister, have the plate umpire look at the ball. So Wendell said does and throw it out. So Brewer working with a new one. And Armbrister, slender right-hand hitting outfielder, waiting 0-2. Brew to the wind-up and delivers. Screwball, got him swinging. The back goes all the way to the dugout seats. One away. That'll bring up Dennis Menke. As advertised, Dan Dreesen on deck to bat for Crosby. Menke singled or short, hit back to the box, and hit into a double play. One out, ninth inning, 6-4 Dodgers. Brew deals, fastball for a strike. Going one. Home plate in shade. Just about the rest of the field. Bright sunshine. Brewer comes back to the plate. Strike one. Screwball. Low, one and one. 2,136,192 paid. Come to Dodger Stadium. To close out the work at home. The 1-1 pitch. Inside, a little slider that time. Two and one to count. 
Brew has a better slider than he thinks he has. The Dodger catches trying to convince him to throw it a little more. 2-1 pitch. Bounce it to third. Say right at the bag. Across to Garvey. Two out. So the batter now will be Dan Dreesen with two out on the ninth. The Dodgers leading the Reds 6-4. The Dodgers trying to spoil Cincinnati's anticipated victory party. Instead of champagne, they can have Pepsi-Cola on the way home. And if they're going to pop the bottles, they'll have to do it in Ohio. That was the Dodger game plan. They had to give Freddie Norman a bad time, and they did. They scored all six times against a little left-hander who had beaten them twice this year. Brew's fast one is over to Greason for a strike. 0-1. Dodgers trying to win their 50th game at home. Brewer ready, strike one pitch. Slider, but it was up, one and one. Six runs, seven hits for the Dodgers. Four runs, eight hits for the Reds. Brewer into the windup, and the one-one pitch fouled away. Dreesen hit it off the end of the bat, cued it off to the left. The Dodgers now one strike from finishing off their homestand for the year on a high note. Here's the one-two pitch to Dan Dreesen. Screwball got him looking. Well, Jim Brewer struck out two out of three. The Reds go in the ninth, and it'll be Lemonade on the way home. Dodgers beat him six to four. We'll have the totals right after this message. 